Holy One, prepare us this day for the birth of the Christ child. Give us courage like Mary to accept your call upon our lives. Give us strength like Joseph to protect what is holy and tender and growing. Give us patience like the shepherds to be still and to listen. Give us humility like the Magi to kneel before your presence. Give us trust like the child to let go and to begin again in this world. And give us joy like the angels to bring good news and tidings to all the world. O come, O come, Emmanuel, we pray. Amen. Good morning, Stern Village. Happy first Sunday of Advent. I hope that all of you are well and safe in this world. All is well in my world. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Prepare us, O God, to hear your word through the scripture of this day. Confront us with your claim upon our lives. Clarify the choices we must make if our lives are to have meaning and purpose. Illuminate our hearts and our minds so we may become a path of light for all the world. And help us to respond to the one who is coming so we may know life at its fullest and at its very best. In the name of the Christ child, we pray. Amen. The reading today is from Luke chapter 21. When some were speaking about the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and gifts dedicated to God, he said, As for these things that you see, the days will come when not one stone will be left upon another. All will be thrown down. They asked him, Teacher, when will this be? And what will be the sign that this is about to take place? And he said, Beware that you are not led astray. For many will come in my name and say, I am he, and the time is near. Do not go after them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for these things must take place, but the end will not follow immediately. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and the kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, and in various places famines and plagues. But before all of this occurs, they will arrest you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors because of my name. This will give you an opportunity to testify. So make up your minds not to prepare your defense in advance, for I will give you words and a wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, by relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your souls. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. We may not like it, we may deny it, we may resist it, yet the reality is things change. Our world is ever-changing. Our lives are ever-changing. Of course, sometimes those changes are welcome and life-giving. However, there are days when change brings loss, coupled with fear, 
and our life is forever altered. The world is different, and nothing is like it was before. You and I know those days. We could each tell stories about those days. There are stories about the death of a loved one, a diagnosis, a divorce, the loss of a relationship, the business that failed, the job that was lost. There are stories about the day you realized the life you were living was not the life that you wanted, the day you became the parent or caretaker to your own parent. There are stories of dreams and hopes that never came true. These are the days when the temples of our life and world fall. We all have temples. Some have been given to us, others we have built for ourselves. Sometimes our temples are people, places, values, and beliefs, institutions, and dreams. Regardless, they are the structures that we believe order our lives, give meaning and identity, provide security and stability. At least we think they do, until they fall. In today's gospel, Jesus' disciples are speaking about the temple, admiring its grandeur and beautiful stones, a true architectural marvel. The temple was more than a building. It ordered community. It provided identity and meaning. It held memory. It was the center of Jewish life. Plus, it's the symbol of God's presence albeit in mortar and stone. Jesus looks at it, though, and sees ruin. Fragility, not permanence. Loss, not glory. Change, not stasis. He says to his disciples, the days will come when not one stone will be left upon another. All will be thrown down. Of course, Jesus is speaking about more than just the physical temple in Jerusalem. He's also including every temple you and I have. So what do we do on the day our temple falls and our life changes? There are a few standard human responses. Change has a way of pushing us into the unknown future. What will happen now? What do I do? How do I get through this? Of course, if one is not careful, one will soon be living in a future you do not yet have, created entirely of your own imagination. And we all know how meaningful and life-giving that can be. Sometimes after our temple falls, we look for a scapegoat someone to blame or even demonize. So we look for someone or a group who does not think, act, or believe like we do. We blame those different from ourselves, people we don't like, and permit anger and vengeance to lead us through life's losses and changes. Some people will simply give up and walk away in despair believing that all is lost and that the situation is hopeless. Others will say, 
this is God's will or maybe even God's punishment. Of all of those responses to change, which mirrors Jesus' response to change? None. Not one. Jesus' response to change is the opposite. Be still. Be quiet. Do not be led astray. Do not allow your life to be controlled or determined by fear. Do not listen to the many voices that would cause you to flee. Endure, he says. Be faithful, steadfast. Persevere here and now. Whatever circumstances you find yourself in, be present and faithful. Because the truth is, if you cannot find God here in your present circumstances, especially in the midst of your temple ruins, you will find God nowhere. The place of fallen temples is the place in which God brings forth new life, which should come as no surprise to you. Our entire identity as Christians is born out of this promise of new life, new life out of death, new life out of destruction, new life out of change, new life. In this promise of new life is fulfilled through our endurance. By endurance, we gain our lives, our souls. Jesus is calling us to the virtue of stability. We are to remain fully present, faithful, no matter how uncomfortable life may be. And in doing so, we discover that God has always been with us in the changes, chances, and chaos of life, in the pain, loss, and disappointment, in the destruction of our temples. God is there. Endure and evolve. Certainly change is hard for all of us, and there is fear in the midst of change and loss. But what of the fear of not becoming, of not evolving? What of the fear of the possibilities we forfeit by not bearing change well, with courage and calmness? Endurance, perseverance, stability are the ways in which we offer God the fallen stones of our lives. Stone by stone, God rebuilds our life. Stone by stone, God restores the original beauty of our life and world. Stone by stone, a new temple arises from the rubble. Stone by stone, we become the temple of God. You see, we no longer have temples. We no longer need temples. We are the temple. That is the story that needs to be told. And that is 
our opportunity to testify. We can all tell the story of the day our temple was destroyed. Too often, however, we believe and live as if that is the end of the story. And it will be if we run away, scapegoat, respond with anger, or try to put, put life back together like it was before. Yet that does not have to be the end of the story. You have a choice on how your story ends. The greater story is how you discovered God next to you in the temple ruins and how, stone by stone, God rebuilt your life. It is the ongoing story of God recreating and birthing new life out of loss and ruin. So be faithful and don't forget God is always and everywhere a God of love and new life. This story is the holy gospel of God according to you. It is real, it is sacred, and it is true. So tell it over and over again. Proclaim it for all to see and permit it to anchor your life in God's life. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Thanks be to God. Amen. I give thanks to God for each of you. And I pray this day you will bear witness to the love of God in this world. Bear witness to the love of God in this world. So those to whom love is a stranger, they will find in you a generous and loving friend. In the name of Christ Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I love you stoners. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will certainly talk to you uh, very, very soon. Bye.